Have you ever wondered if praying would change a narcissist's behavior? Or maybe even heal narcissism? Maybe there's a way that if you pray or if you connect with someone on a certain level, that narcissist will change. Maybe you've wondered and maybe you've thought that spiritual or religious practices have an impact on the narcissist, on their personality traits of actually getting them help, getting them healed, working through this. I talk to people a lot of times that they'll be asking questions or they'll be thinking through, maybe if I show this person more love, maybe if I care about them, maybe if I show them the gospel, maybe if I show them and get them into church, maybe if I do these different things. And there's this thought process that goes through thinking, if I just do these certain things, this person might change. We're going to talk through that a little bit today and kind of break down a little bit some of my thoughts, my ideas of talking through this aspect of, is praying going to save a narcissist? If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel to provide awareness about narcissistic abuse. I'm the founder of Raw Motivations, the creator of the NARC app, and your guide in the seven-day challenge called Escape Toxicity to help get you free from narcissistic abuse, to understand about it, reactive abuse, the guilt, the shame, the, the fog that you're in, and how to actually be free of the trauma bond. We start to break that down for you in this first step. This aspect of religion and this aspect of prayer a lot of times comes up in so many different categories. One of the aspects that it comes up is that there's a lot of narcissists in churches, in Christianity, in religion as a whole, that oftentimes use Christianity, Christianity to hide behind, to act a certain way, to appear a certain way, to put up a certain mask of conforming to that religious organization's beliefs, but behind closed doors still being abusive. Well, in this regard, a lot of people get to the place of thinking, well, if I just pray for this person, if I just work on this, if I lead them to Christ, if I do these different things, it will change them. It will save them. It will help them not become as awful as what they are. While there's a piece of that, they need to understand that prayer a lot of times is really transformational. It can help people in so many different ways. Prayer is a part of my life on a daily basis, but it is something that is, is personal to you. It's personal to what's actually going on, what you're actually going through, what's happening in your life. Now, with praying, you can offer up a lot of different prayers to say, hey, I want to pray for this person. I want to change this person. And we know that God actually hears those prayers. Okay, so in the religious structure, organization, Christianity, we know that God hears prayers and acts upon those. Okay, the difference with some of this is that God is not a narcissist. So God is not someone that's up there just pulling all the strings of life and making people do the things that they don't want to do or that they do want to do. Because the reality, when people start to think that and start to believe that, they get to the place where they're believing that someone is just forcing other people to do things. That's not who God is. And we don't see that exemplified in anything anywhere that he's actually forcing people. But this aspect of free will. Now, when this aspect of free will comes in of like, oh, this person actually has a choice or this person can choose to do the things that they're doing, it shifts it up a little bit. Because then you realize that whatever you're saying or doing to this person or whatever you're praying to try to have this person get changed or fixed or developed, it doesn't just mean that God up above is going to snap his fingers and make them better. Now, it could mean that he hears that prayer, but it could mean that that prayer also needs to be something that he's like, no, I'm not doing anything about it. Because he's not going to force another person to change. He's not going to force another person to transform without that other person actually accepting it, without that other person being willing to actually do the work required. 
This is where a lot of people think that they can start to ch uh, change the narcissist. They can start to fix the narcissist, that they can play God and actually fix another person. When in reality, the only person you can truly transform and work on is yourself, is growing yourself, is helping yourself actually move and develop and change. The problem is a lot of Christianity and a lot of social circles and a lot of society has shifted the frame on this, making you think that you can change another person or making you think that getting a person into a Christianity or a religious organization will transform them or make them change. A lot of times people don't understand that there are many, many, many narcissists in church. There's many narcissists that say they believe in God. There's many narcissists that profess to be a Christian. The problem is you don't see a changed lifestyle. You don't see something that's actually different. So as long as you keep going through the emotions of trying to show them more love and trying to pray for them and doing all these things, but you don't actually see the fruit of it, you don't actually see something changing, you don't actually see something developing, then what's actually going on there is whatever prayers that you're doing are not actually impacting the other person's ability to be willing to actually change. This piece is going to be like spicy for some people. Some people are going to hate this idea. Some people are not. But at the end of the day, like one of the things I want you to understand is God is not a narcissist. He's not going to force another person to change. Just like you cannot force another person to change either. You can have them fit into conformity, which is a lot of what Christianity does. A lot of religion does is make you conform to a certain image. That's why a lot of Christians and a lot of social circles and a lot of churches are only producing more narcissists. Because they're convincing society of this is how it's supposed to look. This is how you're supposed to act. This is what you're supposed to do. To look a certain way. To act a certain way. To, to be spiritual. Then all you see is people putting more rules and regulations on different people. Saying, hey, you need to look like this. And then it's easy to build a mask. It's easy to look a certain way. That's what I did. I built a mask based on the image that everybody else wanted me to be, based on the image that everybody thought I should be, based on the image that I was supposed to step into, saying this is who I'm supposed to be. This is how I'm supposed to show up and serve and be this person for the religious organization I was in. And, and that piece showed this incongruence in my life of like, this is who I'm pretending to be, but this is not who I actually am. This is the mask that I'm putting up for others to see, but it's not actually who I am. What I was doing is I was still hiding the stuff that was inside because I didn't want to own it. I didn't want to be honest with it. I didn't actually want to expose it. There's a lot of aspects in Christianity that it talks about exposing, but when you actually get into the church, there's no exposure actually happening. There's a bunch of sedation. There's a bunch of lies. There's a bunch of people that come together and pat each other on the back and smile and have a great time and no one actually talking about real shit because they're too scared of what that would make them look like because then they won't be conformed to a certain image and they'll actually show up like there's stuff wrong with them. Welcome to life. There is. Everybody has stuff wrong with them. But the journey is growing and changing and developing. Now, Whatever religious organization or Christianity that you align to, the thing I need you to understand is your journey with that is personal. Your journey with that is also not a weapon to be able to beat other people into submission or into conformity. Now, this whole aspect of, of prayer and praying for a narcissist, I'm not going to give you a cut and dried answer of like, oh yeah, you can save this person by praying for them. 
Because in reality, you have no effect on it. You cannot actually save this person. It has to do with their willingness to actually open up and be honest with themselves. Open up and be honest with the truth. The hard thing is you're sold this idea of hoping that they're going to change. And oftentimes hoping that they're going to change based on what they've shown to you. That they keep saying they're going to change. They keep saying they're going to develop. They keep saying they're going to work on these things. But it's not actually happening. So I'm just trying to paint a picture of you understanding that, hey, you can pray for this person, but it also doesn't negate your responsibility to actually take care of yourself. This is not me saying you need to be selfish about this or you need to be closed off from your emotions or you need to have no empathy. I'm saying, no, you need to be able to look at this and evaluate things by what is actually there. If we want to talk in Christianity or religious terms, you need to be able to examine what is in your life by the fruit by the result of what's actually happening there. So when you're in your relationship and you're praying for this person to change and they're not changing, you need to go to, to it and be like, hey, I am not seeing the fruit. I am not seeing the result of this prayer and I'm not seeing a result of this relationship actually moving forward in a healthy way. Then you need to make a decision. Is this actually bringing me closer to the version of me that I want to develop? Is this bringing me closer to God? Is this bringing me closer to who I actually want to be? Is this actually helping me grow, change, heal, and develop? Or is it only pulling me farther down? You're like, well, we're supposed to give another person another chance. Yeah, you've given them another chance. A ton of chances. The thing is, you keep holding out that something's going to change when this other person has shown no remorse, no care, no change over years. How long will you keep doing that? And so you start cutting out people that are actually toxic in your life, that you're cutting out people that are actually abusive in your life, that you're pulling away from maybe friends or family. You're pulling away from spouse or whoever it might be saying, hey, I'm no longer willing to tolerate the stuff that's actually happening here, but I want to actually grow myself. You cannot grow yourself while you're constantly getting dragged down. It doesn't work that way. So the more you try to be able to transform another person and change another person, you have to understand this is not your job. This is not the power you have over another person. What you can use the prayer for is to help transform your life and to be able to pray for other people. But at the end of the day, you have to evaluate where you're actually at and what is actually happening. If you're at a place where the person is not showing up honest, vulnerable, and showing consistent change, you still do not have a relationship. There is nothing there. So you need to be able to understand this, this step moving forward of like, maybe this will happen, maybe this will happen, oftentimes will get you into this hope cycle that won't actually bring you to fruition because it will blind you to the actual results in front of you. How is this person showing up in a daily aspect? The thing is, you can get a lot of narcissists in the church and they'll be great because there'll be a lot of other narcissists there they can hang out with. But at the end of the day, how are they actually demonstrating their love for you? for God, for others? How are they actually showing up on a daily basis that is true and honest and vulnerable? How are they actually growing and changing themselves? You can't force another person to change. You can't manipulate another person to change. You can't pray another person to change because that still is not in your power to force change on anyone at all. And any change you do force won't be long lasting. Might be a little controversial, but it is what it is. 
If you like what you see here, if you want to hear more about this topic or just more in general talking about narcissism, like and subscribe, rate, review. Let us know like what you thought of this episode and share it with someone else to try to help bring awareness of what's actually going on there. Toxic Christianity and narcissism in the church is rampant, just like it is in the rest of the world. It's not just limited to that at all, but it is something that everybody needs to know about and needs to be talked about because most churches won't. Hope you enjoyed it. See you next time.